The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's do this thing! Welcome to the revolution. What is the matter with you? It had that effect like you didn't know what you're talking about. (laughs) A show in which all others will be judged. All they talk about around here is football and underwear. Ooh, gross. And they smell. Out. A show about nothing and everything. Well, that's all there is to it. It's a riddle wrapped in a mystery. Something, something or other. Inside an enigma. You're underselling it, which means it's awesome and I want in. Often imitated, but never duplicated. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Beyond Adventure! Don't You know what? Every time I hear that song, Fortunate yeah. Son, CCR, great. Jimbo loved them yeah. when he was growing up. And I said, who? That was his favorite band. Uh, no, every time I hear Fortunate Son, I always think of Forrest Gump. Bubba Gump Shrimp. You know what they go? <laughs> we got sautéed shrimp. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? I know everything there is to know about the shrimp in business. Uh, no. You could ask him any Sam Elliott movie, uh-huh. Tom Selleck movie. Oh, yeah. You know what's really sad is Jimbo loves um, rom-coms. I didn't know what a rom-com even was until my daughter told me. You like romantic comedies. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, you've probably watched 100 times. <laughs> At least. Is that even a joke? No. No, that's not a joke. No, it's not a joke. And he because also, I have to watch it with my wife. You watch it by yourself. You also like um, musicals. You like Mamma Mia. Don't <laughs> lie to me! Well, it's because you can sing along with it because you know the words. That's sad that you know the words. All right, so anyways, let's be more manly beyond adventure. Beyond adventure. Be more manly. Be Greg Ritz. Oh. If there, if that's like you the seen it with a shirt off. epitome. No, I want to. <laughs> um, I would even go watch Mamma Mia if Greg Ritz would take his shirt off. <laughs> um, no, I still wouldn't do that. Write them. All right, so anyways, here in just a second, going to be joined by Greg Ritz. Uh, love this guy. Hunt Masters, Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we're going to talk caribou hunting. We're going to talk deer hunting. We're going to talk management. We're going to talk uh, Ritz Crawfish Company. Oh, yeah. Then who's going to join us? Hey, then we're going to talk to Nicole Reeves of the ill-famed Driven with Pat Nicole. Ill-famed? <laughs> okay, and it's Reeve. <laughs> Anyways, yes. One of them. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk to her. All sorts of exciting things. Big hunts coming up. Uh, she's leaving on a, a big turkey trip, going to Florida. Yeah, but she's also going to Spain. Yeah, she's going to Spain. She's taking Pat. Going to leave him. <laughs> All right, so we're talking. In Spain. Yeah, Beyond Adventure, and let's get to Greg Ritz. Let's do it. Beyond Adventure is on this week's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Let's go. Now, let's kick off a three-part interview with Greg Ritz, host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. 
You know what I like to call Greg, Jim? What's that? Papa Crawfish! <laughs> That's his new name, Greg Ritz, a host of Hudmasters Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. He is also friends with... Bubba Gump. The Baron Caribou. There Bar- oh, Baron Ground Caribou. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, she's in. Do we know who we're talking to? I hope it's Greg Ritz. Mr. Greg, how's it going, buddy? It's a fantastic day, guys. How's things going for you? I'm sure uh, you guys are just getting through the winter season and waiting for the spring green up here so you can uh, get out and chase some gobblers. Yeah, I'm going to tell you what. I was sitting online as it's like really cold out and it's snowing. Uh, in watching you do the 9 million habitat projects you do, you know, you're talking about burning, you're planting trees. I had some rich hinging. I was rich envy is what I was. Uh, but you do all sorts of stuff. Well, you know, on, on, on the farms, it is a year-round pursuit on, on whitetails. And I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day, and I would say I spend three days working on habitat for every one day hunting mm. or at least two at least a two to one cleaning the food plots doing the the habitat maintenance planting trees it's interesting to see how the sport has gone from weekend warriors to people who really embrace wildlife management now you it's been a couple of years ago maybe it was last year I don't know you actually took a prime piece of hunting ground you had Mr. Greg. Uh, and you took it out of hunting and you planted trees and you put it back to just habitat that you weren't even going to touch uh, for the wildlife. How's that project coming? Spectacular. Really? You know, it's interesting to see how quickly the wildlife reacts to giving back to them. Like they need places to hide. They need places to feed. Right. They need places to do what they do. And and what's happened Right. Is the these farmers out there and I understand what they're doing. It's a business. They're ripping up the fence lines they're pushing in the ditches they're cutting up the fingers and they're doing it all around my farms as well. So I try to be additive to the process, not subtractive. Yeah. I mean, you just do so much stuff all the time and that is what's really needed. Uh, but in, you know, a big perk of that is the deer you take. You've been spending a lot of time in Illinois. And by God, have you been seeing and taking a lot of really big deer? Well, you know, big deer really comes with age, right? And and I think the biggest thing we all struggle with is how do we get a deer to be mature? And we all have to have our own guidelines for that, right? For some people, it may be four. For me, it's six or seven. Mm -hmm. So they have to have a place to be secure to get there. And then, hey, Mother Nature still deals us a bad hand now. And again, this past year, EHD came through and I lost several really good bucks, you know, some good up and comers as well as some, some mature deer that were seven years old. And it's heartbreaking to, uh, to go through that when you've invested with them. Okay. This is a year. And then you find them dead in the creek. You know, you had this awesome episode. Uh, nose to the grindstone again hunt masters on outdoor channel sundays 8 30 p.m easter time you named the buck nosy you took him he was six and a half years old incredible deer i mean outstanding but since the previous season i mean you monitor these deers you follow them you know like their rituals their ins and their outs he put on 20 plus inches from the previous season, do you think he was at that the pinnacle of his glory, his mass? Do you, you think know, he was going to get bigger? He was, he was close. 
Yeah. You know, six and a half to seven and a half is where they, they tend to top out. Yeah. Uh, you know, just from an eight, you know, it's just like, like anybody, right? When, when, when somebody becomes 40 years old, they're probably going to be in the prime of their, their conditioning, right? And then from there, as you're on the struggle bus, just kind of going to keep up with your, your, your fitness. So for, for what we do in the habitat and the food, it's at six and a half to seven and a half. So, I chose to, to, to chase him because of the big jump and, and, and it was just a chess match with him. And he did spend a fair amount of time on the neighbors. So you got to put those factors in, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, it was fun. So two years old, we started following that deer and mm-hmm. I should send you, I have some really cool pictures of him, three, four, five, six, as well wow. as other deer for people to see just how a deer develops. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'm chasing, a, 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 well, I chased a deer last year called Rover. I know, guys, I'm going to tell you the story, and, and you're going to shake your head. So he's uh, he's six and a half, he was six and a half years old this year. Mm. And I passed him the day before gun season at 42 yards. Oh, wow. With a bow. Uh-huh. And because it wasn't the perfect lighting and pre-roll of what I felt to celebrate this deer, Got back on him late season and then passed him again. And he actually bedded behind me at 50 yards. Oh, did he really? All this, all this is going to be on the show. Oh. And the point being is I've watched this deer grow up from two. Like I can show you pictures and videos from two years old and he's a 180 inch deer. Oh, wow. Wow, Really? Because we, we went through a drought this year Mm. and I don't feel that he, fully was what he could have been if he had a good year with water. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Seven is a great age. You know, if we're blessed with good water right now, we've had some good snows and good storms come through. So the moisture's in the ground. I mean, it's, but now what am I doing? Now I'm shaping the habitat to put the trap in to kill him for next year. So that's what I've been doing. I've been out there burning the woods. I've got a big, I got a logging crew coming in in another 10 days. And then after that, I'm going to do my PSI work behind them. So now's the fun part of setting the trap up for next year. Yeah. Now, not every buck has the genetic qualities and property to be just an amazing buck. But the way you do it, you know, you give them all the tools they need to fully develop their potential. Okay. Um, so when you see, you know, let's say nosy growing up, okay, you see, oh my God, this is an outstanding deer. He is going to be good breeding stock, if you will. When does that age come in that deer's life? You know, is it three? Is it four where they start doing a lot of heavy breeding? Because, you know, as a two-year-old, a small three-year-old, they get pushed around by these big guys. They don't get a lot of does. When does that heavy breeding and genetic pass on really start to happen, do you think? So, obviously, a, a, a buck, you know, once he's uh, a, a year and a half old, is sexually mature enough to breed. And it really comes down to the, the, the dominance, right? This pyramid of how many one and a half year olds at the bottom and then how many five and a half year olds at the top. Yeah. So every property in every state's different. You know, you go to a state, you know, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, you know, that really get, uh, you know, significant hunter pressure. A lot of your mature deer are three and a half years old. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So, so what happens is, so the, the doe naturally 
is attracted to the buck with the largest antlers. Mm. So not the most dominant buck, right? It's the buck that she visually sees. And then these studies, Mississippi State University, they've been done time and time again, where they've cut antlers off. They put them on, you know, younger bucks and older bucks and looks how the does react to them in a, in a controlled environment. So the does attracted to the buck with the biggest antlers. But if you have a high doe population, at the end of the day, they're going to be bred mm. when they come into cycle. Yeah. So if everybody has a dance partner, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the, the, the guy on the low end of the genetic pool, he's going to get his opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, Greg, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. Hey, we're talking with Greg Gretz. He's the host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays at 8.30 Eastern Time. What do we learn? That does are shallow is what they are. <laughs> they go off of appearance only. All right. So, Mr. Greg Gretz, the host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel. Uh, you always learn something when you talk to and you watch Mr. Greg. Uh, that's Outdoor Channel Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Where can we find you online, boss? All right. You guys can find me on Instagram at, at HuntmastersTV. TikTok is at Huntmasters. And, of course, Facebook for you old fellows is Greg Ritz Huntmasters. All right. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. And, of course, hop on My Outdoor TV and look up Huntmasters, Greg Ritz. Lots of stuff's going to come up. Greg Ritz, right after this. Don't you dare touch that radio dial. Greg Ritz, our favorite hunt master and yours, will return with Jim and Trav after Jim has a yummy snack. I mean, after this word from our sponsors. Anyway, stick around. Clear your Saturdays. Major League Fishing is back. Yes, son. The competition kicks off with the always exciting Bass Pro Tour. Have a good day today, boys. Followed by all the drama of the General Tire Team Series. I got him. I got that boy. Then wrap up the day with first look highlights on all angles. We have a game plan. I'm feeling really good about this one. Major League Fishing Saturdays. It all begins at noon Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. It's Beyond Adventure on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now let's get back to Greg Ritz, host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at myoutdoortv.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking Beyond Adventure on this week's show. And if you're going to go Beyond Adventure, Greg Ritz is the guy that you want to be around because he loves to go and hunt caribou. That's right. Well, let's talk about the Alaskan Peninsula. I have a hard time saying peninsula. You took an amazing barren ground caribou. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, still, I mean, dude, he is. How big was he? He's 400 inches. It's, wow. It was an amazing hunt, amazing experience. And, and of course, when you're out in the wilderness like that, you know, it's not like our whitetail hunting where we have trail cameras and can document these animals. A lot of it is uh, is luck and just grinding it out. The mm. hours sitting and glassing and trying to be as specific as uh, as possible. But, man, what what an incredible experience. Yeah, I was up hunting uh, the Mulchatna herd, which is there on the peninsula, oh, uh, yeah. above Lake Iliama. And you're right. You can't pattern those animals. They, You think that they're going to be coming down this one trail? Nah, they didn't even take a trail. It's like if you stirred up an anthill, 
They just go everywhere. Well, and, and the other thing is, you know, obviously you recognize it from hunting out there. It's all bigger than you think. You can't just say, oh, there's a good bull over there. I'm going to go walk over there. Well, first of all, you can't walk faster than the caribou walks. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. And with all of the tundra that's out there, it's going to take you twice as long to get there. So you, you really have to know how long it's going to take to get from point A to point B and if it's worth the effort because you could burn half a day and get over there and they're gone. Yeah. That is absolutely true. Did you run across a lot of nice shooters over there or not really? No, we saw a lot of, a lot of good bulls. The, you know, the, the, this herd has been well managed. And of course, you're, 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 you're flying in on a small wheel plane. We were flying in on a little Cessna 172. Mm. And, uh, you know, so it took a couple trips to bring myself and the guys and my two videographers and then the camp stuff. Because when you're dropped off, that's it. Like you're not coming out until you're gone. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you know, you're going to be cold, wet and miserable. You just adapt to that as you, as you get there. And of course, when the wind stopped, the bugs were, you know, horrendous, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you're, you're in the Bering Sea. So the, the, the wind and the storms are just relentless. And, uh, we were seeing caribou every day. Mm. Now, were they close? Most of the times, no, they were <laughs> one to five miles away. Oh, so they geez. required a ton, a ton of walking. But the other thing we saw a ton of were grizzly bears. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. yeah. It's always a cool feeling when you get out of your tent in the morning, right? And uh, you go to stretch your legs and walk over to the cook tent for a cup of coffee. And you're like, oh, look at that bear track. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess we had a visitor last night. Yeah. Well, you know, you having, having <laughs> hunted that uh, Mulchatna herd, you spend a lot of time glassing. Probably 80, 85% of your time is glassing. Now, looking at your caribou, normally you'll get a lot of good stuff on top, which you have. And then you go down to the bezes, and they're kind of okay, but yours are great. And then you get down to the shovels, and holy cow, you, you're you well put together with this one. I, this guy wasn't lacking anything, but wait, wait till you guys see the footage, right, when it, when it airs on the TV show. This may have been some of the best footage that, uh, that, that we have filmed from a, from a kill sequence is we found a band of bulls. And, uh, and when we stalked them, we were able to get down in, in a, in a creek bed, go around, you know, this, uh, this lake here, pop up on them. And uh, at that point, I think they saw the cameraman when he was getting sped up. So they got nervous and they started to run. Mm. And of course, now you're talking eight bulls running together. So think of all the uses of antler. And then they kind of settle down mm-hmm. and uh, at about 175 yards. Oh, wow. And uh, the cinematography is amazing. And the shot, you know, was was spot on. I mean, it was uh, it, it was really one of those lifetime hunts. You're never going to forget it. Yeah. Now, one thing we, we never, ever talk about with anyone uh, and you're really talking about the conditions. Not only is it fatiguing getting there. I mean, it's a big trip. When you're there, the conditions are tough. The hunting is very hard. You get run down. It's wet. It's cold. It's stressful. How do you deal? Obviously, you've been thousands of places. You have gotten sick somewhere. How do you deal in a situation like that, man, when you're under the weather? You know, a lot of guys say, hey, I'm not going into work today. Or they drink some soup, take some medicine. It's not like there's a CVS right around the corner. How do you deal with that? You, you know, that's a great question, and and you're right. I mean, I have I have been in some horrible conditions in some some areas that there's just there is no help. 
Yeah. And uh, so having a good doctor where you can at least have some antibiotics to help you through or making sure you have anti-malaria mm. medication and things like that. The biggest thing that I try to to prevent is self-inflicted injury. Oh, yeah. Because when you're skinning an animal, right, and especially if you're working with somebody else, there are knives and stalls and things going on and you're, you know, you're trying to hurry up because it's getting dark and you want to get back to camp is you just got to slow down because I have literally have seen, you know, a guy stab himself in the leg. Oh. Stab himself in the leg. And I'm talking all the way to the bottom of his knife. Oh, God. And then you're sitting there going, all right, now we got a big issue, right? Because <laughs> we don't know at this point, did you did you cut an artery? Like, don't pull that knife out. Like, we yeah. got to get you medical help. And, uh, I mean, I've seen, you know, especially with today's knives, like Outdoor Edge makes some of the sharpest blades out there as a replaceable. And they slip off of a hide and they slice their finger. Mm. So I would say I'm more cognizant not of getting sick as much as somebody, you know, hurting themselves, you know, in that situation. Or flipping a machine over, right? Or mm. a horse, you know, uh, foundering, you know, on the, on the ledge of a mountain. Those are the things that scare me the most. But... Being detached from the world, right? No cell phones, mm-hmm. no point of communication, and just know that that you're going to be cold, wet, and miserable. I like it. Like I love the challenge. But there's a lot of guys that they get a they get a week into it, and they're like, you know, this isn't for me. I'm ready to go home. Yeah, Greg likes to punish himself. Let's move uh, from Alaska to Sonora, Mexico. Man, coos deer. You were down there. Took an awesome buck. I did. It was what I tell you what, everyone needs to go to Alaska to hunt. Everybody also needs to go to Mexico. And Mexico is not the scary place people think it could be. Yes, there's a drug cartel <laughs> down there. Absolutely. You know, you need to go with a reputable outfitter. We drove across the border at Nogales. Oh wow, really? In in in, in Arizona. And when you do that, you 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 know, all this border issue going on, you can see it yourself. Mm. Like all you have to do is go down there, and it's, uh, but it's it's pretty simple to go across the border now, and the permitting's easy. But uh, what I didn't realize with these little gray ghosts was you're hunting in a sheep country. Yeah, like I we were in the mountains looking for something with a you know I mean they're the size of a fawn, mm-hmm. right? In the, the Midwest fawn. I mean they only weigh probably. 70 pounds or something. Oh, really? And uh, their their ability to hide and to, to navigate this mountain tr- mountainous terrain was amazing. I loved it. it it's kind of a combination of whitetail hunting, sheep hunting, and mule deer hunting all wrapped into one. And I, you know, everybody's got to do it. You bet. Hey, we got to take another break. Can you stick around for another part? Love to. All right. Hey, we're talking with Greg Ritz, host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays at 8.30 Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Tour TV. You can stream it on your favorite device. Download it, watch it anywhere, anytime. Watch Huntmasters on My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Again, Mr. Greg, to learn more about you, man, and your wild, crazy adventures, where can we find you online, buddy? Uh, make sure on Instagram you go to at HuntmastersTV. TikTok is at Huntmasters. And on Facebook, Greg Ritz Huntmasters. You bet. Part three with Greg Ritz right after this. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy dance. Greg Ritz, host of Huntmasters, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, is sticking around. And you should, too. 
From the flats to the deep blue sea, Saltwater Saturdays features hardworking anglers and the fish they love to fight. As you, the sea, in quest of this fish. Every week, you'll discover new waters, chase challenging species, and experience amazing adventures. You always remember the ones you lost. You don't remember the ones you caught. That's what keeps me coming back. Everything you love about fishing every Saturday morning. Saltwater Saturdays, beginning at 9 a.m., on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Thanks for tuning in to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Beyond Adventure. Now, once again, here's Greg Ritz, host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Part 3 starts right now. Hey, we are back. We're talking Beyond Adventure on this week's show. And, of course, you know, one of the greatest adventures I've had in my life is being in South Louisiana eating crawfish. And I understand that of all of the uh, things that Greg Ritz involved in, he's got his fingers in that crawfish pie. Yeah, Ritz Crawfish Company. You know what I love? Uh, we were, you know, he's like, loves being tortured in Alaska. He's not worried about the cartel in Mexico. Oh, and he also dabbles in crawfish. Okay. <laughs> you are you are an interesting character, but you have to tell us about Ritz Crawfish Company, man. You know, it, it, it's, it's something I, uh, I back into uh, just from a farming perspective, and I and I ended up making a land acquisition in uh, in an area called Jennings, Louisiana, and I ended up in a bullseye of crawfish country mm. uh, just by by luck. And of course, I love farming. You know, everything I do for habitat work and corn and beans in the Midwest, and, and I'm like, well, I can figure out how to grow rice. And then in talking with all the locals, are like, the money's not in the in the rice, it's in the crawfish. Yeah. And uh, so I got obsessed with trying to create the ultimate habitat for crawfish. <laughs> so everything that you learn for whitetails, food, cover, and water, apply to crawfish. And uh, and and I'm I'm producing over a million pounds a year now. I got oh, one of the yeah. top guys in the in the country, which is crazy to say. Well, what's it? I was you know doing some research, and we've had you on before talking a little bit about this. But ninety percent of the crawfish consumed in the United States comes from forty square miles in Louisiana, where you are. And you put out, I think, like 10 traps per acre, but you run 10,000 traps every single day for four months. That is a hell of a lot of traps, man. I know. I know. <laughs> and, 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 and we move all of this stuff live. And wow. it's interesting to watch, the, you know, this, this evolve. So, you know, we started uh, displaying what we do, educating people, you know, on Instagram and TikTok. And like my TikTok over have over three hundred thousand followers now. Wow, oh, wow really? Like pe- people are really interested in this. And then there's another character that that came out of Louisiana. His name was Dale Cracker, and he's got over six million followers. He's got his own seasoning line in Walmart now. And in fact, we did a hunt together in Illinois. Mm. So it's 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 fun to see this Cajun culture down there that love the outdoors. They love to hunt. They love the fish. They watch the outdoor channel and the sportsman channel religiously. And, uh, and I just kind of fell in love with that culture down there. And, 
what I'm trying to do is is bring awareness to to how great this little protein source can be. Now, when you you because you flood these rice fields, obviously, and that's where you know they come up out of the ground. I bet in order to prep the ground for that. I mean, it has to be precision leveled, I would think, in order to, I mean, because you can't have water heavy in one area and not the other. I I mean, it has to be so flat. And and you bring up a great point. Most people don't realize because they're used to seeing fields, especially if you're hunters, you know, that has some roll in the ground. Yeah. These are at zero grade. Wow. There is like nothing. And so everything, so if there is a drop Mm -hmm. in the field, we terrace them down. So every field itself is perfectly zero graded because we need to be able to raise the water up. So rice becomes an aquatic plant when it starts to tiller. Okay. So for the first month of its life, it's just a normal dry ground plant. Mm. So it's growing, establishing its root structure. And then as it starts to grow out of the ground and it gets to be, oh, probably, you know, six inches tall or so. Then it becomes an aquatic plant, and, it, and you have to keep a constant flood on it. Mm. And then, you know, so we start raising the water level as the rice grows, and then when it gets tall enough, then we put the crawfish stock in there. Mm. So we go stock 100 pounds per acre, and then they naturally reproduce. Yeah. So then we, what's cool about it is the the natural reproduction cycle of crawfish is the same as rice as far as timing. Mm. So meaning... They do all their breeding in, uh, you know, May and June, a little bit in July. Then because of water conditions and how hot it gets in Louisiana, they go underground in their burrows. Then we drop the water level, cut the rice, mm. and then we reflood the fields. And then they come out and they have their babies. And then four months later, we're harvesting the babies. Well, what's really neat too, there's no chemicals, no antibiotics, hormones, and, and you, you stock them, you know, when you get this ready, you stock with a hundred pounds, you said per acre. Uh, and then the exoskeletons, they break down and that refertilizes. I mean, the, the right. entire process, Mr. Greg, is so fascinating. Uh, and how it just regenerates itself. It, it does. And then obviously all of the waste created by the, the crawfish acts as natural fertilizers. Yeah. And then the other thing is, so if you think if you have a cornfield, right, and I go pick my corn, right, I've got corn stubble. Mm-hmm. So now I got to go take my tillage equipment, work that stubble under, and then try to break it down. Yeah. Well, the crawfish eat all of the rice stubble to the mud. Wow. So now I, I have to do very little, if any, dirt work. I don't have, so all I do is I dry my field out. If I want to go hit it with a field cultivator, because everything's already been precision leveled, but they've eaten all of the stubble out. Mm. So literally I could go from crawfish, dry my fields out and go fly my rice back in or go drill my rice back in with minimum tillage. So now you don't have the erosion of the ground. You can capture more carbon from the the environment. So therefore we can, you know, reduce the greenhouse gases that are emitted. So it's just a perfect ecosystem. Yeah. Greg Rich can get soft shelled crayfish. That's awesome. Now, Mr. Greg, to learn more about Ritz Crawfish Company, where do we have to head to online to do that? So Instagram, it's Ritz Crawfish Company. TikTok is at Ritz Crawfish Co. And then Facebook is Ritz Crawfish Company. And we're always putting up cool videos, how to, where they're coming from. So please, you know, 
log on to that and uh, and you'll and you'll see how we approach this just like we manage our whitetail habitat. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Greg Ritz. He's the host of Huntmasters on Outdoor Channel, Sundays at 8.30 Eastern Time. And this has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. I'm sure they have something great for Ritz's uh, crawfish there. Uh, visit them online at himtnjerky.com. Again, Mr. Greg, all things Huntmasters. You have so much stuff happening all the time, buddy. Where can we find that online? Instagram at Huntmasters TV. TikTok is at Huntmasters. And Facebook is Greg Ritz Huntmasters. You bet. Hey, after the break, Nicole Reeve, co-host of Driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel Tuesdays at 930, will join us. That's right. Mr. Greg, God bless you. We love you, man. Hey, have a great day, guys. Thank you uh, for catching up. If you've ever manscaped with a hunting knife... Ah! You're in the right place. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after these important messages. You ready? I'm ready when you are. I'm ready. It's time for some dance lessons. You pretty thing, you. But we're not going to do si This is a saltwater rodeo. Yeah! With some giants on the line. Whoa, baby. Woo! power they've got is unbelievable. When you see them and you throw to them and you see them strike it, they're magnificent fish, I tell you. Bill Dance Saltwater, Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at himtnjerky.com. That's himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Beyond Adventure. Now, let's launch into another two-parter with Nicole Reeve, co-host of Driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel, Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Beyond Adventure on this week's show. And uh, before the break, we had Greg Ritz on. What a great guy he was. Yeah. Boy, some interesting stories, weren't they? Yeah. Old Papa Crawfish, I like to call him. Uh, Just now being joined by Nicole Reeves. She is the co-host Driven with Pat Nicole on Outdoor Channel, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Watch the all-new season, and she is fresh off of the SCI show. Mrs. Nicole, how's it going? fabulous how are you guys today thanks for having me on yeah well it's our pleasure believe me now the thing is the theme for this year's sci show was women in the outdoors right you bet and what a show it was you know they shifted it to nashville tennessee this year music city center the show was absolutely incredible they break they broke all-time record uh for attendance levels fundraising efforts across the board. They just blew their numbers out of the water. I can't tell you how many people on the show floor we spoke to that, you know, watch our show, love what we do. And because of us being there and them shifting it to Nashville, they were on the show floor booking hunts. It was just, it was a phenomenal show overall. It was just incredible. Yeah. Now question for you. I've talked to a lot of younger ladies, uh, you know, let's say late teens, early twenties. And they're always like, I don't know why you could tell it's a bunch of guys in marketing that everything for women has pink on it or has this. And they call <laughs> right, me, right. they call me a huntress. I'm a hunter. You know, they, they say there's always this separation. Why can't I just be a hunter? Why can't I just have, you know, women's camo that fits, but doesn't have any pink on it? You know, do you feel that or do you think they're, you know, the marketing is just trying to be inclusive to what they perceive women want? You know what? I see some women saying that. 
and I also see other women that love pink and don't care. Yeah. My point <laughs> is, I don't care as long as it fits. I mean, but you're talking to a person that started growing, you know, that grew up at the, you know, old enough to walk. I started wearing my brother's hand-me-down camo and we're talking the, you know, crotch of the pants held down to my kneecaps and trying to climb up in a tree stand and pulling up my pants the whole time and, you know, trying to pull back big bulky bows and everything else. So for me, if it's got pink, it's got orange, purple, whatever, I'm going to wear it if it fits me and I like it, right? And yeah. it helps me be more successful in the field. So that's just kind of my take. And I guess that's just because I grew up in with gear that wasn't specifically great or perfect for me and had to accommodate and adjust. So now that I do have that, I'm like, I don't care what it looks like, you know? So yeah. <laughs> I'm just blessed to have something that fits me a little bit better, right? Yeah. Now, do you find that uh, your time in camp, uh, you you feel relieved not having to put on makeup every day? Or do you put on makeup because of the camera? You know what? That's a funny question because I, you know, this last week with the SCI show and stuff, you know, you get to get dressed up every day and do your hair and makeup. And I'm like, I like it because I'm still a girl. I like to do it every once in a while. But by the end of the week, I'm like, I'm ready to get back in my camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> so, so sometimes I do, you know, do makeup and all that, but you know, I mean, we go on mountain hunts and, you know, we go to the Yukon moose hunting for 16 days where you don't have any running water, no, you know, electricity or anything. And it is what it is, right? So, um, you know, there'll be times where, yeah, I decide to do my makeup because of camera. And sometimes I'm like, heck with it. I don't even care. Let everybody see the other side, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, I got to say, you know. It's one thing you going to shows and representing, and you're such a, an awesome ambassador for the outdoor industry, but proof is in the pudding and what you produce in the field. I'm looking at some pictures right now of uh, you in Canada or you this awesome buck. I think his name was Tilter. Uh, you yeah. took, I mean, the deer that you consistently take, Mrs. Nicole, is absolutely incredible. And as a hunter myself and Jimbo, I mean, we hunt a lot. But holy smokes, the time you you spent in the field and how dedicated you are to have these type of proven results is just outstanding. Well, I appreciate that. You know, it's come by time, too. Time and effort put into the field. I mean, you know, we're blessed to work with some amazing people, amazing outfitters over the years. Um, it's taken a lot of trial and error with Pat and I, right? Like, um, you know, with being in the field. But the more time you're in it and in camp and the more time you're spending at these, you know, different places and just learning their spots and, you know, even at home, you get out what you put in, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, a lot of people don't see the complete behind the scenes of how much blood, sweat, tears, work and effort go into managing our properties here to make sure that we are successful and our kids are successful and, you know, whoever that we have come down and hunt. And same thing goes when we're planning our hunts, you know, we're not, we're looking at time of year that we're going, you know, maybe we're looking at rut if we're hunting late season, you know, and there's a lot of, once again, behind the scenes things you don't see as we, we're constantly shifting, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, we have our dates are shifting and things. If we get a warm snap somewhere and we're supposed to be at this place, we may shift and say, you know what, we're not going there right now because the weather's not great. The odds aren't in our favor. We're going to go spend our time somewhere else because as we all know, time is our most valuable asset here especially with the hunting season, you know, it's only so many days long. So it's a, it's a constant trial and error and shifting, but over the years, we've just tried to keep grooming that and, you know, which has just kind of helped us become more successful in the different places that we go. You bet. Hey, hold that thought. We've got to take a break, pay some bills, and we'll be right back. We've been talking with Nicole Reel. She's 
Nicole Reeve. Uh, she's the co-host of Driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, My Outdoor TV. Also find uh, Driven with Pat and Nicole on My Outdoor TV. Uh, before we get to a break, where can we find you guys online, Mrs. Nicole? We are at DrivenHunter.com and we are across the boards on all social media outlets as well under Driven with Pat and Nicole or Driven Hunter. More Nicole Reeve right after this. The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Get that outdoor feeling. I got feeling. Connect with the boys on social media and punch up JimandTrav.com and see what's trending. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue right after these short messages. Any adventure, any task, any time. There's a Yamaha Utility ATV for any ride and any rider. See the full lineup at YamahaMotorsports.com. Adventure seekers can start with the trail-tested capability and comfort of the Yamaha Grizzly lineup. For the ultimate in midsize ATV performance, check out the Yamaha Kodiak 450. And for those who mix work and pleasure, the Yamaha Kodiak 700 line devours chores and leaves room for adventure. Find your utility ATV at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders aged 16 years and older. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. For safety and training information, see your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with Beyond Adventure. Now let's get back to Nicole Reeve, co-host of Driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel, Tuesdays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at yamahamotorsports.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking Beyond Adventure on this week's show. And, of course, our first segment with uh, Nicole Reeve. Man, she gave us a lot of information about ladies in the outdoors. And that is an up-and-coming segment. Now, you guys, you you said during the break, uh, Mrs. Nicole, you guys are taking off this weekend to go to Florida to hunt turkeys, right? We are. It's crazy to think we just dumped dumped on here in Minnesota with two feet of snow. And we're getting ready to pick up and go down to some warmth and sunshine. Their turkey season, Southern Zone opens up Saturday morning. So we're cruising down there. We're going to hunt turkeys for a few days and uh, bounce back home for a couple days. And we're actually headed to Spain. Um, oh, wow. Our first ever trip over there. Yeah, we're going over there and going to go Ibex hunting. Um, so that'll be an incredible hunt. And then, you know, from there, our spring just kicks off. We're doing turkey hunting in quite a few different states. And we've got some other spring bear hunts uh, booked. So Tis the season, boys. <laughs> it's time to kick it into gear, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, you lead an exciting life. I mean, you and Pat are just everywhere on the globe. And, <laughs> you know, I just like to be able to carry your luggage. Right. We get that a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, is this your trip to Spain? Is this something you guys have been wanting to do for a while? We have. You know, it's kind of one of those bucket list trips. And um, last year at the Safari Club show, we decided, you know what, let's pull the trigger and do it. So actually us and three other couples are going to make it a couple's trip and a hunt. And we're all going to go over there. And, yeah, we're hunting two of the four species of Ibex. So it'll just be fun. Like I said, it's something totally different and new than what Pat and I have ever done. So we always like new and exciting things, right? So it'll be awesome. Yeah. Now are you guys going to do some sightseeing and stuff like that? We sure will. Yep. Yeah. We'll, we kind of broke it up to where we'll hunt for a few days, sightsee for a few days. They have 
such the history, right? And uh, just the majestic castles and everything we'll be staying in. It's just going to be absolutely incredible. You know, one of the things that I really enjoy about watching your show, Driven with Pat Nicole, is the fact that the uh, cinematography is so good. I mean, the eye that uh, that Pat has and your cameraman has to be able to put all of that together. I mean, it's it's on a different level than most people. You're opening your eyes to a lot of different things that normally people only dream about. Right. We appreciate that. I mean, we've always said, you know, the places that we get to go, it's our kind of wish and hope that we can be able to show those places through the screen to people that may never get to travel there or that may be thinking, you know, I'm looking at booking a once in a lifetime, let's say moose hunting trip. And I've watched you guys go to the Yukon multiple years in a row and I'm going now type of thing, right? So there's many different reasons about that. But for the most part, it's just to show people what's out there in this world, right? Especially for some of those people that are able to sit at home and watch our television show and just kind of be able to relive those experiences with us. Yeah, now I got to say, one of the things I'm probably most looking forward to hearing about and watching uh, is your bear hunting adventures because you've taken some amazing bear uh, in some pretty scary situations. Where are you going to be going and hunting with uh, this spring? Um, So this spring we've got Saskatchewan, Alaska. Um, We actually at the Safari Club show, we just auctioned off a hunt with myself and another female. She uh, was a F-16 fighter pilot for the Thunderbirds. And um, she was the keynote speaker. Yeah, she is quite the bad chick. Um, she was a keynote speaker. I, I don't, didn't know if I could say the real word. So. <laughs> um, but, uh, but she was a keynote speaker on Wednesday night's banquet at SDI. I had the honor of introducing her. And then after she um, said her spiel, we got up on stage and we auctioned off a spot um, on a yacht. In a, it's an Alaska-based hunt. Um, and that, yeah, so another lady is going to be on the trip with us and we're going to be, uh, yeah, spring bear hunting. But you know what? You're right. Bear hunting is so much fun for us. It's something different. Um, it's springtime. There's not a whole lot of things that you can hunt, um, you know, around here besides turkeys and stuff. So it's great for us to kind of just go north, do some hunting. Alaska, of course, is absolutely breathtaking scenery and it never gets old to travel up there. And of course, we'll be going to Saskatchewan as well. Um, where we always go hunting at to a couple different places. So, yeah, we have quite the busy spring, but um, we're excited to bring it to everyone. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with uh, Nicole Reeve. She's a co-host of Driven with Pat and Nicole on Outdoor Channel Tuesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time. Exactly, and this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out today, test drive one for yourself, yamahamotorsports.com. Again, Mrs. Nicole, more about you, Mr. Pat. All of your incredible adventures, everything you have going on, where can we find you online? You can find us at DrivenHunter.com or across all the social media outlets, Driven Hunter, Driven with Pat and Nicole. Yeah. Something fun to do. Pat's been practicing drinking wine with his pinky up. (laughs) I was just getting ready to say, I know, that's what I'm looking most forward to. I'd be looking forward to eating. I don't know if you'll ever get my husband to drink wine with his pinky up, but you two will be the first. I will let know if that does happen. Oh, man, I'm so bored. Yeah, me too. Hey, you want to have a steering contest? Um, sure. Uh.
Need something better to do? How about check out JimandTrav.com? Everything to do with the outdoors is one click away. JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to VineTheBar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vine to Bar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. But you have to go to the website. It's VineTobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. Go to VineTobar.com and put in chocolate 20 to get 20% off your order. Again, VineTobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com, the code chocolate, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E 20. Vine to bar chocolate, chocolate 20. You wait all year for opening day to hear an elf bugle, spot a big mule deer, or see that whitetail buck enter the field. And on most hunts, you get one shot. One opportunity to fill your tag for that year. One chance to take that buck or bull of a lifetime. Are you gonna trust your one shot to machine loaded factory ammo? I didn't think so. This season, shoot Pendleton ammunition hand-loaded one round at a time and shipped directly to your home in time for hunting season. What's your motivation? No matter what motivates you, My Outdoor TV has you covered with world-class hunting, fishing, and shooting content. The new My Outdoor TV keeps you more ways to watch. On demand, live events, our live channels, HuntStream, AngriStream, and TurkeyStream. And our innovative Just Shot library, featuring fresh-from-the-field content. What's your motivation? Visit MyOutdoorTV.com and start watching. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Yeah. Greg is always a great guest to have on the show, as well as Nicole Reeve. Yeah, this was a fun show. Jimbo, last word. Hey, last word is next week. Get this. You got to listen to this. We've got River Class. Class. We've got River Class. Uh, he has Ranch America and also Randy Birdsong, King of the Ravens, coming yep. on next week's show, along he, with Old Cat Daddy. Is he German? Klaus! <laughs> uh, Klaus Barber. Uh, Hammer Home Firearm Safety. Get outdoors this weekend. We have to end this. We'll return next week, though, boys and girls. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Peace out, and God bless the United States of America. There you go. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.